the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we are going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian Brady Chisana. Check us out at CXChronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. I'm incredibly excited for today's show as we welcome Abdullah Khan, head of customer support at Fubo TV, one of the kings in over the top internet television focused specifically on live sports. Many of you use Fubo TV on a regular basis, and today we have Abdullah chatting with us about his personal CX journey, as well as sharing some stories with us about what it takes to manage the customer support at a company like Fubo TV. Prior to leading the team over at Fubo, Abdullah spent time in executive CX and CS positions at companies like Sling TV, Dish Network, and Western Union, leading their customer operations, success, and sales teams. With over 15-plus years of experience, Abdullah's focused on a number of different focus areas of different businesses, global customer support operations, business strategy, project management, strategic planning, organizational change management, customer experience, customer management, relationship management, and a plethora of other things as it relates to servicing B2B and B2C consumer bases. Ladies and gents, Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Abdullah Khan, Head of Customer Support at Fubo TV, to the CX Chronicles podcast. Freshdesk, everything you need to redefine your customer support. Keep track of conversations, resolve your customer issues, support your customer across all channels, and increase your team's productivity. Check out Freshdesk at freshdesk.com today. All right. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys, to the CX Chronicles podcast. Um, we've got Abdullah Khan, head of customer support at FuboTV.com with us today. Super excited to, to, to have Abdullah on the show and chat with us about his personal customer experience journey. He's got um, some really, really great experiences that he's going to talk with us about today, and I'm, I'm super excited to have him on the show. So, Abdullah, welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast, my friend. Hey, thank you, and thank you very much for having me on today. Absolutely, it's it's our pleasure. I, I, I've been I've been waiting for this uh, for this show for a while, and and I'm really excited to to chat with you today and have you uh, share some of your experiences with the CX Nation. So I'd love to get started. So um, take take five minutes or so to, to 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 walk us through you know how you got started on your own personal customer experience and service journey. Sure, um, you know it's. Um... Like like most of us in um, in customer care and customer experience, um, I started off at the front lines, um, being an agent way back in 2004 for Dish Network out of a call center in Northern New Jersey, um, and then from that time, I kind of felt the urge to to be in this industry um, and and kind of grow with it. Right, uh, I remember there was a career path article. Uh, back, I want to say, in 2005, as a part of um, Wall Street Journal's uh, career pathing and, and, and customer service. Um, at that time, I was a 
I had promoted to a supervisor um, at Dish, and then I'd always wanted to run my own um, customer care organizations. Um, you know, I kind of just focused on growing my career within Dish, um, working my way up through different roles. And then in 2008, I got an opportunity to lead and launch uh, customer care for a new call center that Dish was ramping up in, in New York and Queens um, uh, for international business. Uh, ran that for about four years. Um, moved on over to um, launching customer experience for um, OTT streaming um, with international services called Dish World, which was a precursor to Sling TV, uh, which which I'm sure a lot of people here are familiar about. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So then a couple of years after that, um, you know, I got the opportunity to launch uh, customer care and customer experience for Sling um, out of Denver. Uh, so I relocated from New York to Denver um, to launch a customer experience for that. Um, you know, grew a team from zero heads to over 500 heads in a period of a year and a half to two years to support that platform. Um, I then decided to leave Dish um, and join Western Union for a little bit. Um, that company is going through a transformational change um, in, in its journey, being 165 years old. Um, so they hired me on to launch um, their um, customer care center of excellence in their corporate office. Um, I was there for about six months. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a good change of industry for me, uh, being in telcos, um, and then kind of moving over to um, the, the financial industry um, kind of gave me a good overview of um, how regulations work uh, in regards to customer care and customer experience. Um, and then Fubo reached out to me um, uh, back out in New York, um, yeah, uh, and uh, it, it seemed like a good opportunity at, at Fubo. Um, you know, they, they, they were about two years in, three years into their journey, um, and they didn't really have a customer care, customer experience team. Um, there was an individual who's, who's, who's currently still part of the team. Um, she's done a great job in the first two years kind of handling it. Um, so I, I got the opportunity and I jumped on it um, to, to move to new, back to New York and launch customer care uh, for, for, for Fubo. Um, you know, most of us in, in the customer care industry, right, um, know that cable TV and satellite TV really don't rank high in customer care, customer experience compared to other industries. Um, so my goal throughout my career, and especially at Fubo being, being, being you know, an OTT uh, provider, is to kind of separate us, um, our customer experience and customer care satisfaction from the cable industry and, um, you know, be be different and, and be better than the rest uh, that's out there. Um, so that's my short journey through the last 15 years of my career. <laughs> that's, that is awesome. So first of all, you've had just, um, I mean, incredible experiences across a bunch of uh, huge companies that all of our listeners are very, very aware of. Um, I mean, that, that that's, that's incredible. And then on top of it, most recently landing with Fubo, I mean, what a cool company to be a part of. Are, I have to ask you, Abdullah, are you a big sports fan? I am. Um, you know, Fubo is, uh, is was based as, as a sports streaming company. We, we are now um, kind of migrating into having general market contact, uh, content as well. But yes, you, you have to be a sports fan to, to work at Fubo. Yeah, um, that's so just like a, a, a pretty sure prereq there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 so currently we're, we're in two floors. Um, our corporate office is in two floors in the building and in midtown manhattan and um 
you know, one floor, all the conference rooms are international soccer teams and club teams. Awesome. And then the second floor is um, all the New York teams. Abdullah, uh, who's so your club? Uh, who is your club? Liverpool. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now we're getting it all out there now. <laughs> there you go. Um, that's fantastic. That's great. Um, Abdullah, as you know, on, on the CX Chronicles podcast, we spend a lot of time talking about the four CX success pillars, team, tools, process and feedback um over your time and at all these different businesses and all these different teams that you've been a part of building which cx pillar do you tend to spend most of your time personally and how do you feel that it impacts the teams that you're managing you know so this is a great question and I'm, I'm i'm kind of um working through this process at fubo um you know it's it's, it's a startup um, a lot of emphasis is on building a platform, uh, making sure we have the right content. And, um, you know, I'm tasked with uh, building the customer experience for Fubo. And and the four CX pillars that I look, look at and when I talk to the execs um, at, at the company, um, you know, I'm trying to kind of move all four along at the same time. Um, you know, you have to have a good team. Um, to service uh, your customers, you got to train them right. You got to hire them right, um, which which is really important. Um, you know, your team and your reps can only be as good as the tools you have, right? Yep. Um, you know, Fubo. We, um, you know, being a startup and not having um, someone with, with with extensive customer care experience bring up bring it up for the last couple of years. Uh, we, 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 we kind of lagged in, in the tools we used. So the last six months I've been there, I'm beginning to bring on the tools that will allow us um, to, to, to handle the calls properly, um, to QA, to monitor, to CSAT, um, to, to schedule our reps at the right time and right, right spots. Um, you know, all of that then ties into processes, right? You can have the right tools, you can have the right reps, but if your processes are broken and, and your process flows and your customer service flows and your customer experience flows are broken, then, you know, you can have the right tools and the right team. Um, but with broken processes, um, all of those three things won't gel together. Um, and then in the end, you know, feedback you've listed as a, as a last um, pillar. I, I, and I think that's the right spot for it. Um, you know, the, the way I work is, you know, build a team, build the tool, build the processes. And then kind of do a close to 360 degree loop and the processes. You know what's working with the team, what's not working with the team. Uh, Fubo, um, you know, most of our team is is, is remote right now. Uh, all of our reps are remote. Um, we are bringing on a a vendor which is going to be in house. So I'm going to kind of balance between a remote model to an um, in house model um, as well. Um, so kind of getting those that feedback on you know what's working from from the remote perspective and you know why do we need um, brick and mortar uh, reps um, and kind of get that feedback. Uh, same thing in the tools, right? Um, you know which CRM tool are you going to use? Are you going to go with something that's inbuilt? Do you use Salesforce, Prestex, Zendesk, or any any other desk that's out there, right? Yep, right, uh, right. To 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 process interactions. Um, so so feedback again is very important. Uh, because, you know, if you put something in place and you don't check on it, uh, and you don't come back to it to see if it's actually doing what you wanted it to do, then it's immaterial of, 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 of what you're trying to do. So, um, you know, long story short, um, all four pillars in, in, um, need to be um, uh, developed um, simultaneously. 
yep. because one can't work without the other and you know it's like it's like a three-legged stool or a four-legged chair or whatever right yeah, whatever that yeah. saying is yep if you lose a leg you you can't stand yep so all are, all are very important i love it i think that's i think that's a great great response and i think that you're absolutely right they all do intermingle and connect and you really do need to have one next to the other next to the other so spot on um i'd love to spend a little bit of time um, chatting about the Fubo TV customer support team, so your team. So you mentioned that you've got uh, remote reps. You mentioned though that you've also got some offices in New York. So you, it sounds like you've guys so you're spread all over. That's awesome. Is that done intentionally, Abdullah, to be able to cover your customers? Is that why it's done that way? Can you share us a little bit about that? Yeah. So um, we we are a twenty four seven business, and live live TV is live TV, right? It's it's not like um, some other on-demand service, you know, if, if you are watching something on uh, and an on-demand platform, may, may that be watching or, or listening to music, right? Yep. If something doesn't work, yeah, fine, you can come back to it. Uh, live TV, if you're watching a game, you know, if the, if the game's over, you know the score, and if something doesn't work, you really don't care, um, you know, what happens afterwards. So so we are 24-7, Um in, in, in order to be cost effective, we found the remote model uh, to work for us um, up to a certain stage. Um, now, you know, as I mentioned, we are bringing on a um, vendor um, to to kind of provide brick and mortar support uh, from us as well because things change so quickly um, in 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 our industry that you really need to move and get that information out to the reps. And um, you know, we feel that even though remote um, remote reps. Um, have been pretty effective for us, but um, to move quickly, we need we need someone in house that you can quickly go tap on the shoulder and say, "Hey, listen, you know this is a new process and procedures, new pricing." Um, so from that perspective, you know we're testing both out to see to see what works going forward, um, and then I'm be- beginning to create kind of a, a enterprise team at, at a corporate office. Uh, some of some of those employees work in the office. Um, and then some of my management staff actually works remote. Uh, so I kind of got four or five pillars to that as well. I have a business ops manager um, who is um, liaisons with, with inside the company and kind of is sort of a project manager for us as well and kind of makes sure that, you know, the CX team is aware of everything that's going on within the organization and kind of tees up for uh, for my training manager um, of the new things that are launching, you know, the new business changes that are happening. So, you know, there's a business ops manager whose role is that. Um, the business ops manager feeds the information into my training um, instructional design and content development manager, who now kind of takes up, you know, all of the new things that are coming and happening um, and kind of prepares a training and content for that. Um, I then have a, a field ops manager who's man- who's responsible for managing uh, my operational staff. So so she's not worried about um, you know what's happening in training. That's the training person's responsibility. The training person's responsibility is not about hey listen I'm going to be caught off guard with um, some new stuff that I'm not aware of. That's the business ops person's responsibility. So that's how I kind of built my funnel down: business ops, training, and ops. Um, and, that, and this, this structure seemed to be working well for the last uh, two to three months that I have implemented it. Um, and it kind of allows us to be agile and, um, you know, allows us to also have spe- specific SMEs for the area of focus. Um, 
you know, I'm looking to grow that further. Uh, we really currently don't have a customer experience team where this kind of looks at the end-to-end customer journey. Um, and, and when you talk about customer experience, um, you know, most people in our industry um, think that the ownership for that is on customer care, customer support. Um, I beg to differ from that. I think customer experience journey is everything. It's when a customer sees your product, um, you know, as, as an advertisement, um, how they sign up, um, that sign up flow. Um, then it makes it to customer care of how we deal with the customer um, while, while they are with the company. And when the customer leaves the organization, you know, how does marketing come back in and try to gain them back and, and the strategies around that. Um, to me, that's the entire scope of customer experience. Customer care is just a part of it. Um, so that's something I'm trying to instill in the company. Um, I think customer care owns a lot of that. Um, so that's from the customer experience perspective. You know, I plan to build a CX team as well, uh, which will in, which will work with our product team, our marketing team, our engineering team, our sales team um, to kind of institute that customer journey um, together. Um, and I think that's 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 the way that, that that I want to take my team from where it is now to kind of like the future state. I think that sounds like an incredible plan, an incredible roadmap. I think you're hitting on all of the the critical points that in today's business environment are just so so key to uh, to making that customer experience really just feel like it's sound, feel like it's optimized, feel like it's 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 been built and engineered for that very reason, right? Making customers feel really good about the product, their service they're using. That's awesome, Abdullah. That's all awesome stuff. Um, I do I, I do have a question. So. When it comes to common customer interactions at Fubo, what is you? What are you and your team typically chatting with customers about? What are some of the? What are like the top three things that you're usually chatting with your customers about? Hey, so being a live TV service, sports focus, our customers want to know um, when the team is on, which channel they're on. Um, so, so, so our biggest inquiries are around content and and programming. Um, and that leads me to kind of, you know, how we're trying to um, improve our help center yep. because um, we, we're trying to kind of take those inquiries uh, from an inbound contact um, uh, through the various channels we receive and build our, our help center to kind of house all of that information. Um, so number one is, is, is content and programming. Um, number two is the channels that we have, right? Um that again is kind of on the customer experience side of the journey, yep. right? Maybe our sales website isn't really laid out that clearly, um, so the customers might have some trouble finding out the channels in their packages. Um, so we're working on building building that, um, you know, as a part of the customer care organization. Um, our responsibility is to handle um, incoming contacts, but I think in this cost conscious world and in the customer experience industry, um, you know, we know that self service. Um, is, is optimal and then provides the best NPS scores. If, if a customer, you know, goes onto the website or goes onto any other platform that's servicing the company and they can find that information themselves without having to talk to a rep, yep. um, that provides for efficiencies uh, for the organization that I can now spend that money on on, on, on some better tools, incentives for, for our reps, um, and, and self-serve the customers that way. That makes, that makes great sense. That really does. Um, Abdullah, I would love, so, I mean, you've shared a ton of incredible things with us right now. 
What is some advice or some tips that you'd have for young up and coming CX or sales leaders? So a lot of the folks that listen to this show, right? They're, 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 they're either building their own companies and they're trying to figure out how to manage their customers on their own. They're working at startups and they're, and they're, and they're literally managing all of the, these customer portfolios and just trying to scrap through it every single day and figure out how they, how they make sense of this. What's some advice and some tips that you have for those folks when it comes to thinking about how to how to just manage it all, right? What are some of the simple advice and tips you have around dealing with all these these wonderful stresses stresses we all go through? Yeah, um, so so I had you know in my um, one of the lucky chances that I got was um, earlier on in my career to be to be a part of different organizations in in customer care. Um, I was in ops. I did quality assurance and training. I did workforce management. Um, so as I kind of got that overall view of um, what customer care, customer support operations is, yep. um, what we find is sometimes, you know, people kind of just work in one vertical and don't kind of switch over. So, so you have to keep your horizons broad um, um, in the initial stages. Um, because as you grow up in the organization, as, as you go into leadership positions, um, you need to be able to understand, you know, um, what is workforce management in in, in, in a context and environment. Um, you you got to understand training and development. You got to understand quality assurance, and then you got to understand ops. Uh, so for upcomers, um, don't stick in one field. Um, you know, um, try. Look at different different avenues and verticals that, that exist in customer care, customer experience. Um, so that's really really important. Um, and for startup and founders, um, you know, um, most this was an interesting question that I got asked during during the interview. Um, you know, I have my own um, consulting firm on the side that that I work on um, to providing uh, CX uh, business model planning to to ground level startups. So at FOBO, when I was interviewing, I got asked a question as if uh, to, you know, why are you focused uh, personally on ground-level startups and not an organization like FUBO, which is two, three, four years down the line um, in 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 their um, tenure as a company? Um, my, my answer to that was, you know, when, when a company is down three years down the line, four years down the line, their culture is already set. Um, you know, they, they're focusing on everything but customer experience um, um, initially. So so what I've tried to do is kind of build that customer experience mindset from the beginning in an organization. What that does for you is once you have customers, once you, you know, either you're a B2C or a B2B, um, organization, you know how to handle them. You know what's important to the customers, and you don't have to come back and change all the engineering processes or all your marketing flows to now adhere to and kind of match what your customers' needs are. Um, so it's to kind of get in the ground ground level of customer care, customer experience. Maybe not spend a ton of money in that because you don't have customers or your customer base is small. You know, someone can handle it on the side. But, you know, two years, three years down the line when you've made significant improvement in your service, um, if you don't drive those customers in and if you don't treat them well and you don't have processes to treat them, um, they're going to leave. Um, and then you're going to be scrambling to, to put in a customer care organization. Um, so, so get ahead of the game in customer care. Um, and, 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 and most recently, I was at a vendor 
event um, where where one of the um, founders of um, a pretty famous CRM tool that's out there, I was talking to um, one of our executives, and in his feedback was, you know, you have to over-invest in customer care and kind of look at the long-term picture um, of, 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 of where you want to be as, as, a, as a company. And that over that over investment is is is, is going to pay um, uh, pays dividends back in multiples. I 100% agree with you. I mean, Abdul, as you know, it's a, it's a huge reason why CX Chronicles exists in the first place. It's helping these businesses understand that the sooner you think about this, the 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 the, the earlier you begin installing those pillars into your business, and it doesn't matter what type of business it is, you're automatically setting yourself up and improving your chances for future success. So 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 much agree with that. Um, all right, I have a fire round question for you, sir. Fire round question coming at you. All right, let's go. <laughs> Tell us about <laughs> one of your most most demanding customer experiences over the years. What did you do, and what did you learn from it? A so I'm gonna ask an individual customer experience. Absolutely, or... yeah, yeah. Over your years of being on the front lines, tell us about one of the most demanding customer experiences where you had an individual on the other line that you had to uh, that you had to wrangle in. Oh boy, um, there have been so many. Um, this, this is a wrong fireside question. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so back in one of my companies, um, this one customer had, um, and there's so many out there like this, and that's why it was uh, very, very demanding, um, was getting their services installed the day before the Super Bowl. Okay, and um, the weather was bad. You know, Super Bowl is in the wintertime, and where they were in the northern part of the country, uh, the weather was extremely bad, and we couldn't get the techs out there. Abdul, um, this wasn't in to, Buffalo, New York, was it? <laughs> it was not. Was it uh, snowing you know, in Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Bills fan, so so no, it wasn't, it wasn't in Buffalo. Okay, um, so we so so. We, 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 we couldn't get a tech out there um, to that customer because it, it was all snowed in and then they had a party. One, my question to the customer was, are you sure you're going to have a party, right? I mean, how is people going to make up make to your house in four feet of snow? Right. Um, he said, don't worry about that. Um, they'll come on ski mobiles if, if they need to. Um, so what we ended up doing, this is when I was working at Dish and Sling. Um, even though this was, you know, this customer had signed up for, for the Dish Network service at that point in time, um, you know, we got them hooked up on Sling. Um, and, um, you know, all they had to do now was, you know, they had to get out and kind of buy one of the devices that they could stream um, in their in, in, in their home. Um, so it turned out to be um, resolution, uh, not the resolution the customer was looking for. They did get installed with the Dish service afterwards. Uh, because that kind of fit their need, but for that next day Super Bowl game, we we got them up and running with uh, with an alternate, right? Yep. Um, so so you know you always have to be thinking about what is the other option that you can resolve the customer's issue with. Absolutely. Um, yep. You got to have that in mind. Yep, it's so true. It's making that extra effort. It's going that extra mile, and it's just doing whatever you can to just get it done and make it right. So. Yep. Abdullah, so wrapping up, I want to turn it over to you. Is there um, anything else that you'd like to share with the CX Nation? Any upcoming events, any conferences, books or articles that you've read? Anything that you want to share with the CX Nation? 
Yeah, um, you know, um, one of the things I learned um, in, in being in this field for such a long time that if you're working in, this, in an organization and you kind of just close your ears and mind to what's happening around you, um, the world is moving so fast. Uh, the customer experience industry is moving so fast. Um, keep your ears and eyes open. You know, you work with a certain tool. That tool meets your need 100%, but you don't know if there's a new tool that came out that would meet the 100% you know, take that to 200% and maybe even cheaper, yeah. right? Um, there are lots of conferences that happen. Um, Customer Care Week, uh, Salesforce conferences, Zendesk conferences, um, IBM conferences, um, you know, be, be involved in that. Um, you know, do the CCXP, um, um, you know, if, 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 that, if that feels right for you. But, you know, keep your ears and eyes open. Um, not all the conferences cost money. Some some are free, right? They, they might be pitching their tool to you um, in that conference if it's hosted by a particular provider or, or, or service. You know what? Go listen into their pitch. But then there are other leaders who are there. There are other keynote speakers um, that come in and kind of, um, you know, talk about their experiences. So um, network and, um, you know, go to anything that's out there in your city. Yep. Nope. That's great. And that's the way to do it. It's just got to keep uh, broadening your horizons. I love it. Well, Abdullah Khan, head of customer support at FuboTV.com. It's been our absolute pleasure having you on the show. Uh, this has been one of my personal favorite favorite stories for sure. Um, I really am so appreciative of you coming on and taking the time to speak with me and speak with the CX Nation. And uh, and I look forward to talking with you again soon in the future and, and maybe having you back on the show again in the future. Cool. Thank you so much, Arjun. This was, uh, I know we had to reschedule a couple of times. Finally, we got it on the books and, uh, you know, I appreciate the time and, and, uh, talking to, talking to CX Nation. Absolutely. It's, it's been our pleasure and I will be, uh, I'll be in touch with you soon offline so that we can keep this conversation going, but thank you so much, Abdul. Sounds good. Have a great day. All right. You too. All right. Take it easy now. Bye-bye. Bye. so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time, make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at cxchronicles.com.